Hello, TV writers. Just a quick word uh, before we start to let you know my online course, How to Write a Sitcom, is on sale for only 29 bucks. That's less than a week's worth of lattes. And so many of you have expressed interest that I'm keeping this sale going until I come back from my hiatus in October. In this class, I take you through the steps I've been teaching at university for years. You'll have videos and worksheets that'll guide you in organizing your ideas. And you'll have as long as you need to work through this class. It's completely self-paced. Sign up now by clicking on the links in my show notes or by heading to my Thinkific website, writetv.thinkific.com or writingtv.info. And now, an episode of our podcast. This is episode 003 of How to Write TV. Hello, TV writers. Welcome back to episode three of our podcast, How to Write TV. I am your host, Tom Bray, and this is the podcast that gives you tools that you'll need, building blocks, if you will, to create your original television content. I've been teaching television writing classes for over a decade, and before that, I wrote them myself in network television rooms, half-hour, hour TV. Now, in our previous episodes, we talked about uh, a couple of the building blocks that you'll need to start to put together original content. One of them is a series premise logline. The other is uh, an examination of the world of your story. And this week, I want to talk about characters and character descriptions. Now, you're going to need to write down who your characters are. You're going to need to flesh them out and think about that. And there's a reason for this. I mean, you have to write character descriptions within your script. And there are a couple of ways to do that, and I want to touch upon them today. The first way is something I call a character description scorecard. You know the old uh, joke, you can't tell the players without a scorecard. And that's uh, this goes back to kind of the dramatic manuscript, uh, you know, play manuscript method, where at the beginning of a lot of traditional stage plays, the writer would have, the playwright would have a list of characters and their descriptions of who they are, a little bit about them, you know, their age, maybe a little bit about their appearance, and something about their worldview, basically who they are. And so there is an advantage to that in that before you even read the play, you have read a list of characters and you kind of, you know, know what's going on. Now, if you were to use that method, and it is used in television, it's used mostly in sitcom scripts, but there's no reason you can't use it in an hour TV show, although I don't see it very often. But for example, the the pilot script of Friends has a wonderful scorecard in front of it that lists all of the... Uh, characters in, in, in a very clever way. And when you read those character descriptions, it almost sounds like the characters themselves are describing themselves because the character descriptions are told in kind of the voices of the characters. I encourage you to get try to get a hold of that script, that pilot script of Friends, so that you uh, can read it for yourself and know what I mean. If you do it this way, if you do a character scorecard description at the beginning of your pilot script, Uh, It has some advantages. What it means is that when the characters appear in the script, you won't have to spend a lot of time describing who they are as they kind of walk into the play, if you will. And there's an advantage to that because 
I know I've read scripts where the action stops dead while characters are being described, and that's a danger. It's 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 frequently a danger with beginning writers as they spend all this time describing characters, and meanwhile the narrative of their story has been stopped so they can describe characters. So that is an advantage of a, a scorecard method. Let's set that aside for a moment. You don't have to do a scorecard. You could introduce your characters as they come in to the story, as I said before. But if you do that, I would encourage you to make sure that as you're uh, writing a description of a new character that enters, you only tell the audience what they need to know to understand that character in that moment in the story. You don't have to tell them everything. As a matter of fact, you don't have to know everything. That's the wonderful thing about writing for television is you have a long time to develop characters. So you really only have to know enough to tell your story at that moment. Now for our purposes and and for your purposes in creating an original television series from scratch here and writing your pilot episode, I'm going to encourage you to write a scorecard uh, character description list. And that's because even if later you decide that that's not what you're going to put in front of your script, you can use that scorecard to pepper in the information that's needed in the moment as you introduce characters. So I want you to envision what that scorecard looks like. It would have a list of your main characters often in order of appearance in the story. But for our purposes right now, since you're creating the world right now and you're, you may not have settled on, a, on an actual pilot story that you want to tell, you just kind of know the, the world you're operating in, um, that doesn't really matter what order the characters are described. For your purposes... I would even encourage you to consider using index cards. And for each character to create an index card and write down what comes to mind for this character. Now, I know, yes, index cards are old school, and I tend to be old school. And it's really funny. If you look at even modern uh, television writers' rooms, you will see, you know, uh, computer monitors in front of every seat. And everybody's linked together electronically in many rooms so that they can see on a screen what anybody else is doing in the room. But you will also see, and this amuses me to no end, you'll see up on the wall a wall of index cards with a story uh, broken out, scene by scene on index cards, or a whiteboard with it scribbled up there. So, And, and this is because this old analog kind of method of doing it works. And, you know, writers have been doing that for so long that it's just, it's convenient and it's familiar. And there's just something about, you know, the tactile writing on an index card that is very satisfying. So I would encourage you to get a bunch of index cards, you know, spend 69 cents. And as you begin to think about your characters, write what you think their character name is at the top of the index card, and then, um, you know, keep them all together, and then start to flesh out who these characters are. And you might start with 
their age, you know, how old do you envision this character to be? And then you can, you might move on to a, a kind of a brief description of what they look like. And then um, the final thing that I would have you start thinking about as you begin this process of creating a character description list is what exactly is their worldview within the world of your story that you're operating in? So what do they think about what's going on, for example? Or what do they think about another character that they have to spend a lot of time interacting with? So, you know, like, for example, I always go back to Star Trek because it's one of my favorite shows and the characters are so familiar. And also it's easy for you to go out and watch because it's everywhere. You know, if you were to describe the the crew of the Enterprise, which is what you would do if you were, you know, writing a character scorecard, you know, you would start with Captain Kirk probably and you'd describe who he was and the kind of officer that he was and what his philosophy was. And, and Kirk has a very clear philosophy that his, you know, that his ship comes first, but also the ship is more than just the Enterprise. It's the the crew that's inside of the Enterprise, and he's extremely loyal to that crew. And if you were to talk about Dr. McCoy, you would you would uh, discuss that his worldview is is that he thinks of himself as a simple country doctor, even though he's on a spaceship. And he tends to be a little bit crusty and a little bit edgy. And he has a very kind of needling relationship with Mr. Spock where they often go at it back and forth with each other. So that might be something that's really interesting to put down if you were doing the index card version so that you would begin to explore the relationships between the characters. So those are the things I would start with. And I would I would start by, you know, fleshing out as many of these characters, certainly your main characters, that you think are going to inhabit the world of this place that you're telling stories in. And once you do that, then you can go even further by beginning to think about perhaps uh, what these characters look like and create some sort of like scrap running scrapbook of them. So for example, you could cut out things out of uh, magazines and have a page and a notebook for each of the characters and just you know, paste in this book things that kind of appeal to you um, and, and, and are things that you would think about visually when you thought about those characters. You could even cut out pictures of celebrities that kind of, uh, that you think make up the uh, character, um, you know, that have, have personality uh, likenesses of the characters that you're writing. So, I mean, you might even have more than one celebrity, you know, a famous actor that makes up uh, one of your characters. So you could think of one of your main characters as a, you know, combination of, you know, Will Smith and Leo DiCaprio. If that helps you and you want to cut out pictures and paste it in a, um, in a book, uh, you know, a notebook, each pay a couple of pages for each character, that that's another way to begin to flesh out the world of your uh, characters and who they are and to make them living, breathing people. So to, to sum up with this, and, you know, this is not very complicated, but it takes time to do. 
So it doesn't take long for me to describe this to you, but it does take some effort and time for you to think about. So this takes some brainstorming, just like every other one of these uh, steps that I'm giving you. Uh, I don't expect that it should come into your, you know, brain, uh, holy, you know, you know, like Zeus, uh, you know, imagining, I think it was Athena who sprung from his brain. Uh, it doesn't really work that way. It, 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 it takes, you know, you have to show up and you have to put in the work. So um, here's what I would have you do as kind of homework. I would have you uh, gather the materials you're going to need to start keeping track of characters. Now you can do it in your laptop and, you know, open Google Docs and or if you have a script writing program, there are electronic index card versions uh, of, you know, regular index cards right inside of many script formatting programs like Final Draft. Um, or go analog and get yourself uh, an analog 29 cent notebook, you know, a composition book and, and, a, and then go out and buy, a, you know, 100 index cards and begin the process of creating a kind of a file for each one of your characters. So that's what I want you to do. Um, I want you to imagine who your main characters are going to be. And I want you to create an index card in how, whatever manner you do that for each one of them. And then on that index card, I want you to put the following things, at least the following things, the, their name, their approximate age, a brief physical description of them, and then a sentence about their worldview, about what they what they think about the world that you have created for your show. And that's really it. And and uh, you'll be able to work with that as you begin to flesh out your characters, and you'll be able to go back and refer to that as you plug these characters into the story that you eventually land on for your pilot script. So that's what I have for you today. And I hope that uh, this has been helpful. And I encourage you to go back and listen to the other episodes. Also, I encourage you to head on over to our website and howtowritetv.com and to sign up for our mailing list and get a free copy of my ebook, which is about television structure, which I think will also help you. And send me a voicemail uh, right on the webpage if you have a question for me that you want me to answer on this podcast. In other words, I'd love to hear from you. Until then, this is Tom Bray saying, be alive instead of perfect. And remember your pledge to me in the very first episode that you would free yourself to write crap. Remember what William Stafford said again, no writer's block, lower your standards and keep going. And that includes all of these individual steps that you're taking to create your own show. Some may be easier for you than others, so don't get stuck on it. If you're, if you're stuck on one of these steps, just you know, power through, understand that it might not be perfect and that there's, it's not written in your own blood. You can always go back. There are multiple opportunities for rewrites. Remember, first drafts are crappy drafts, so you, you are going to have to rewrite. Until next time, keep writing. This has been episode 003. 
of how to write TV.